Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Uh, tonight on the show, we'll be speaking with uh, 2022 Oakshade Raceway tra- Champions. You, you good over yeah. there? Yeah, I think so. I'm just trying to figure out the new mic position. Yeah, maybe maybe that works. Casey Noonan, Carter, uh, Carter Murday, uh, Colin Schilt, and Eric Carr will be our guests tonight. And uh, doing the prep for this, I was looking. I, I forgot how close all the uh, point battles were. Really? How far off were you? Uh, I was far. But, uh, I mean, between first and second, okay. though, in all classes, well, yeah. five points, I think, was the max. You were, like, top difference. five, though, right? Yeah, but I wasn't close in points. Okay, I was okay. still, like, 40 points out or something. Oh. But there was a tie in the compacts. Uh, we had a tie, had to go to the tiebreaker to determine champion there. Wow. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll talk about that uh, a little bit later. Uh, coming at you live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter from the uh, Ron Miller Race Cars Hammerdown Racing Report Studios, uh, and uh, we've actually gotten a lot of feedback. I meant to uh, print that out and show some of the feedback that we've gotten already. We uh, A few weeks ago, we were off for Thanksgiving, so hopefully right. everybody had a, a good Thanksgiving, but um, we uh, yeah, asked we, for we people's asked, feedback on the yeah, show. As, as far looking as what, ahead, they, what they thought about the show, what they'd like changed, and exactly what, what they want want us and to we expand got some good, on we got some good feedback and some interesting feedback and i was surprised at uh what people like and didn't like so not a it's whole good lot to know of that. negative feedback They're a little bit not too my, bad but but negative f- is good it's constructive f- yeah but my feelings get hurt so easily uh I, there was one comment that said to eliminate the uh, glare on your forehead yeah that'll happen well, we got new lights, and they're dim, so hopefully we do look a little pink, though. It's a little, uh, I might have to adjust the color in those. We can do that, but uh, anywho, uh, if you'd like to leave us uh, some feedback, you can do so, uh, hammerdownracingreport.com slash feedback. There's a little uh, form there you can fill out anonymously. We don't know who fills out whatever, uh, so. We can guess, though. Well, depending on what comments you leave, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, help us out. Uh, tell us what you like, you don't like, uh, and it'll help uh, us to massage the show into a better program. You're going to be really distracted, aren't you, with that on there? What? I don't know what you're talking about, yeah. Scott. Um, also, Can you dim the lights a little more? I did have them dimming <laughs> when I was sitting on the couch watching the, the race over there. Uh, also doing some uh, studio upgrades, as a matter of fact. Oh, I forgot to do that. And uh, we've actually gotten a lot of help already on this. Uh, we've got really? a couple of new studio sponsors for next year. Really? Uh, we have an Amazon wish list at hammerdownracereport.com that has some of the equipment. We got a lot of it. There's only, only two things left. I think there's uh, one camera uh, that we want to get overhead to get uh, an overall view. And we already got the mount. It's already right. over there. And uh, seats. We need some new seats because the seats we have are a hodgepodge. This one's missing a wheel. <laughs> So if we have a guest in the studio and they sit on this, uh, they have yeah, to be but, careful. But, we don't we don't want to injure anybody. Yeah, but that one's got five wheels. I mean, oh, so we should be good. We only every need four. Saturday we race with four, sometimes three. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, if uh, you'd like to become a sponsor, uh, please visit hammerdownracereport.com and just click on the um, Amazon, Amazon wish list Amazon that we have on wish there. List. And we'll have that up there for uh, a little bit longer before the beginning of the year. And uh, we've got to thank Dave Kemmer and Racing uh, for First Responders. They're a couple of the that have helped us out, got us some, uh, some of the things that we were looking that's, for. That's really so cool. they'll be uh, sponsors for next year. Um, and also, one other note before uh, 
get things started here. We uh, actually, we, we charted for some reason on a lot of different things. On Apple Podcasts, we uh, were in the uh, leisure automotive category. We charted at number 140 in Australia, which I think that's probably one of the best we've been there. Right. And we charted in the U.S. for the first time. We haven't charted in the U.S. Really? 245. I have no idea how that happened, but thank you. We appreciate yeah, it. Just, just a teaser for our friends in Australia. One of our upcoming shows, I believe, oh. is going to feature Veronica McCann, uh, and, and we expect our Australian numbers to go through the roof with that one. We'll see how that works. Yeah, we got a list of things. I'm excited. We got some good ideas coming up for next year, and a lot of the feedback has helped with some some good ideas as well. So, anywho, I uh, got to thank Big D's Pizza, subs, ribs, chicken, and more. And Clyde, give them a call four one nine five four seven fourteen forty four. Order online at orderbigdspizza.com. Get uh, those 10 jumbo chicken wings with your choice of sauce, only $8.99. That's a Wednesday through Sunday deal. And uh, if uh, you order now, you probably could get it by the time the show's over, catch some feature races if uh, you happen to be watching the Gateway Dirt Nationals. Um, some What goes better with pizza watching racing, or what goes better with watching racing than pizza? And listening to Hammer Down Racing well, Report. That too. Yeah, so we'll... We'll uh, make sure we skedaddle out of here before the, the feature time here. We've got somebody in the green room already. Yeah. Uh, contact Freeze Frame Photos for all your racing photo needs from action shots to victory lane. Now is a great time to order custom gift items for your sponsors. Time's running out, though. You only got uh, 25, four more days? Whew. 24 more days Well, and, and if you're going to be talking about those Freeze Frame Photo folks, try saying that one quick. That was good. They're going to they're gonna have to have some lead time. Yeah, yeah, but they get they have a pretty good uh, turnaround at least on, on the uh, calendars. I ordered a few of those yeah. last year for this year. Um, I think it was a few days, so it's uh, still plenty of time. Give uh, Charlie a call there at Free Spring Photos four one nine four seven six nine nine seven eight. And I uh, also have to thank Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meet to race. Uh, their awards banquet coming up this weekend. We'll be talking to a few of the people uh, that will be uh, getting some prizes. There's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna be getting trophies, and right? All kinds of stuff uh, make sure to follow oakshade raceway on twitter facebook or instagram i also got to thank dominator race products ryan miller race cars headhunters barber studio and salon in harrysburg what time is it uh, we still got a couple minutes before we get to our uh oakshade raceway champions tonight some uh racing roundup action from the past uh, two weeks because we've been off for for a while now doesn't seem like it. No, but there has been some racing. Uh, the USAC uh, Midgets Hangtown 100 at Placerville Speedway in California uh, took place the weekend before this past weekend. Right. Uh, Tanner Carrick won last Thursday. That would have been two weeks ago, Thursday, on the 17th. Uh, and then uh, Saturday, Buddy Kofoy, he pocketed the uh, $32,000 after winning both the Friday prelim and Saturday's main event there. That's a good weekend. Yeah. He was happy. I was just listening to his interview before yeah. he came. He's like, yeah, $32,000 ain't bad. I He's guess. Happy. Uh, the Hunt for the Front uh, Southern Showcase at Deep South Speedway. Uh, also uh, will be two weeks ago, Friday. The uh, 18th of November, Brandon Overton picking up the win on Friday night. Saturday's uh, action was postponed to Sunday the 20th. And Peyton Freeman picked up the 20000 to win uh, paycheck for that. And uh, Rusty Schlank was down there. Suffered mechanical issues both nights. Finished, I think, 15th and 16th right. both time. Or, Made the show. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Uh, the Blue Gray 100 at Cherokee Speedway. That was on uh, Sunday, the 20th of November. Chris Madden picked up his eighth Blue Gray win. 
And uh, USAC NOS Energy Drink Midget Nationals uh, Championship at Merced Speedway at Carson Macedo took uh, both the USAC NOS Energy Drink Midget Nationals Championship and the 360 Sprint Car Features on the opening night. Uh, on t- That was uh, on Tuesday. And then uh, Buddy Kofoid finished second, which was uh, good enough to uh, capture his second consecutive USAC National Midget Championship. I think we're going to have to get him back on again, too. Yeah. Wednesday night, Kofoid started third and went on to win his uh, 13th midget feature of the year. That was uh, this past uh, a week right. ago Wednesday. So we're getting closer to uh, now. And then uh, last Saturday, the 81st Turkey Night Grand Prix USAC uh, Midgets at Ventura Speedway. Justin Grant picking up the win there. Oh, and I skipped over the uh, South Carolina 400 at Florence Motor Speedway. That took place on the 19th. Brendan Queen picking up the win there. Dale Jr., I guess, uh, was penalized for rough driving a couple times, sent to really? the tail, and ended up finishing ninth, though. Ooh. So I don't, I don't think there was a lot of cars that finished that. But Did you happen to see any of the replays from uh, Saturday's midget race? It seemed like um, it was a race that nobody wanted to win. Buddy Kofoid wound up going upside down, and uh, no fault of his, but... Uh, Pretty crazy race. I did not see that. Find, find the highlights. It's worth All watching. Right. I'll have to check that out. How about we uh, bring in our uh, 2022 Oakshade Raceway track champions. Colin Schilt looks a little dark there. He must have his camera off. Let's see. We'll bring Casey, Eric. It's Colin. Colin's uh, in a nighttime fog. Hi, hi. Can you guys hear us? Yeah. I hear yeah. you. All right. How's, that? How's, everybody get, how's everybody doing? Good. Uh, you are there, aren't you, Colin? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? We can hear you. Yeah, okay. No, I'm we not sure can't see you. We on. can't see you. You're <laughs> move your thumb off of the camera. Oh wait, you're, I know what it is. There, it is. Oh, hey, there we there go. Is. <laughs> you were in a very dark room. <laughs> Just had to flip the light on. Ah. Uh, congratulations uh, to uh, to you guys uh, for picking up uh, championships. I know, uh, Colin, that was uh, first one for you and multiple championships for Eric and Casey. Uh, so congratulations there. Hopefully uh, we should have uh, Carter Murday joining us as well. Winner of the uh, sportsman class. But anyways, uh, I want to start out with, uh, with you, Casey, if we can. Um, all top 10 finishes this year. You won by five points and all classes were very tight going. I mean, they weren't decided until the final feature championship night at Oakshade Raceway. It was uh, pretty incredible. It was, I one probably the tightest since I've been there. Oh, absolutely. In, in all four classes. Yeah. So, uh, very exciting there. What uh, that final night, Casey? Uh, did you were you keeping track of where you needed to finish to <laughs> to win that championship? Because I know you and Devin Shields oh, yeah. there. He was trying to get another championship for himself. Yeah, we I definitely had it in my mind where we had to finish. You know, after after the heat races, I knew where if he finished first, we had to finish fourth if we finished finish second then we had to finish ninth or seventh or something like that but yeah we pretty much had the math in my head where i was at during the race too where he would finish to where i had to finish at so so i did that put any extra pressure on you or were you kind of taking it easy because you knew you had a little bit of a cushion i was trying to make sure i had space to move if i need to move and didn't want to get any in the you know anybody else's mess or my own mess so just trying to 
stay out of trouble and stay where I needed to stay. So, was that, is that like the, the most stressful way to raise him? Because I mean, obviously you're just not going balls out to try and go, go for the win. You, you got all this other stuff going on in your head. Are you trying to be careful, but not too careful? Yeah, it's pretty much, I don't, I mean, it's fun, but not much fun there until, uh, until you get to run that last corner and then it's okay. Make sure all tires are up and everything. So, <laughs> so after you, you pass tech there, uh, big relief. Oh yeah. Yeah. Especially with, uh, you know, we had the couple of rainouts the first, the, the two weeks before that. So it's like just building and building at that point. So, so which, uh, which, uh, you had three wins this season were, were any one of them, uh, stand out more than the other two? Oh boy. Probably the, not really stand out really wise. I think the biggest one for us, as far as the points went, was the one, I think the second to last night we ended up winner, which gave us, I think, uh, a little bit more of a lead. So that helps, obviously, but nothing they're really all, stands out as far all, as those go. They're all good. They're always good, yeah. Any one of them. So why, why, why do you think it took so long to get that second track championship? Your first one you won back in uh, 2009. Oh, shoot. That's a good question. Honestly, we, <laughs> we always start off that way and, you know, see how it's going to go for the year. And typically how we run for some reason, we always are not very good in the beginning of the year. And then we're normally really good at the end. So, we're, you know, we kind of hang out there a little bit and then in the middle of the year we fall off for some reason. It's always seems to be that way. And then we kind of get real fast when it dries out typically, but we're kind of, we were the opposite here the last couple of years. So it just worked out that we were up there far enough and, kept going and then started to pay a little more closer attention to it the closer we got to the end so i don't know casey that sounds kind of like a crew chief issue to me <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to throw the crew chief under the bus yeah he he knows who think, his crew chief is i don't think it's the crew chief problem oh, okay <laughs> i think it's so the what... playing with the car too much and you know we like to play with stuff a lot so it's you know sometimes it doesn't work out and it cost you quite a few so which uh which championship was uh harder to earn for you was it back in 2009 or was this last one oh this one probably yeah i mean honestly the the one in then it was a little bit i want to say less stressful but it was a little bit less stressful because it was we weren't leading so it was a little bit i mean we came in i think we were tied, I think, coming into the last night or behind or by two or something like that it was. So maybe we were up by two or something like that. But it wasn't where it was, you know, we weren't going into it, you know, with a points lead for pretty much. I think we were pretty much in the points lead this year almost most of the year. So it's a little more stressful when you're out front the whole time, I guess, because it kept getting that, – that lead got this year kept getting smaller and smaller as we went. So <laughs> – let me, let me ask uh, Colin, you were in the lead uh, most of the year, uh, leading the super stock points. Uh, do, do you agree with that? It's stressful being at the top? Uh, yeah. You, you're not able to go out and just drive your own race. You got to be more cautious of, you know, racing for points, not racing for a win. I had to teach myself that halfway through the summer. Uh, we had two bad weeks in a row because you want to win, but – you also need to go for points, and I was in a bad habit of just going for the win. Don't worry about the points, but I wanted to win a championship, so I had to change my mindset. So how, how long through the, the season uh, was it where you started point racing as opposed to going for the win on a weekly basis? <clears throat> uh, I think it was like the sixth race. 
So I had, halfway through the season then. Yeah, I won the first three, and then we had two bad finishes in a row, so I kind of had to reset that, my mind. That, of racing. Is that what opened your eyes then? Is to, yeah. Like, if I, I had a lot of people reach out to me too about it, so I got to thank all them guys too. Uh, was Mr. Ordway, did he uh, offer a little? Oh, he was definitely one of them, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Figured as much. Uh, let me, uh, Casey, one last question I wanted to get to you here specifically. Who's your uh, who's your prediction for late model track champion in 2023? Ooh. Uh, Ed Chain. I don't know who's running for it. Is, is Probably, Casey Noonan running for it? Um, Casey for three. Know, it's gonna be it's gonna be the same thing as it always is. Or see how things are going. <laughs> see how see how much the diesel prices are. That might make a little bit of a factor to it too. <laughs> so. Well, fortunately, you guys you know, don't have a huge toe. Yeah, no, I'm talking that. That's not a problem. I mean, if it, if it's expensive prices, we're most likely going to be there all year. And if it's yeah a little cheaper, we know you know maybe travel around a little bit. We'll see. Again, if we if we go for the first four or five races and we're up by forty points, it's a you know different story. Right. So gotcha. if we run it, I'd like to say me. If we don't, I mean the next obviously second and third and fourth and fifth place this year. Or, you know, there's so many guys out there that can win. It's you never know. Uh, any uh, any young guys, uh, young guns uh, in the late model ranks to keep uh, keep your eye on. <laughs> I mean, that's the same thing, really. There's a lot of them. There's a lot. Of, I'm just I'm starting to get older now, so I guess I got to start thinking about that stuff. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a, quite a few good good guys that are just starting out that are you can tell they're they're going to be good. It's yeah. I don't know. That's All a hard right. question. I, I, I won't put I won't put you on the spot yeah. anymore. We'll, we'll, we're, I'm not done with you, so don't go anywhere. All right, <laughs> uh, Colin. This uh, this was your first uh, track championship. Um, what what is uh, what's this mean? To you? What, this is uh, was this your second full season? This running, was or? my third season. Third? Okay, and uh, so so championship in your third full <clears throat> season, first championship. Uh, how what does that mean to you? Uh, I mean, it means everything. It's the reason why I got into racing. Uh, I grew up, obviously, I helped my uncle out and him winning track championship. And ever since 06, 07, it's something I've always wanted to do. So uh, when we started this journey about five, six years ago, it's always been at the top of our list of things to accomplish. So it's been now a good three years. Now that, now that you've accomplished it, any thoughts of repeating next year or or maybe moving up a class uh next year's still up in the air we're not 100 percent sure yet what we're doing um i keep bouncing back between different ideas i just we haven't come up with an answer yet so if uh if you had all the money in the world and money money's not an object and time's not an object family's not an object what would be the ideal thing for you for you to do next year um Money's no object. I just built a late model. Go racing. Okay. <laughs> Not a sprint car? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Me too. K- Casey, would you have to watch out for uh, Colin if he builds a late I'm model sure. for next year? Okay. I mean, there's there's a lot of guys in a lot of classes that, you know, they get up into the late model classes, you know. There's all good drivers. It doesn't matter what class you're in. So. Well, and that super stock class has been a real breeding ground lately for some, for some top top level racers 
Gabe Mueller last year. Yeah. Won it, went on to win uh, what, uh, Lima Land. And place. Was, it, was and, he rookie of the year at Eldora? Too? I think so. Had some strong runs there. Um, going into that final, we, we talked about these uh, close point battles in all the classes. Uh, Super stocks, no exception there. You had a, a pretty tight battle with uh, Bubba Conduct most of the year. And going into that final feature, Bubba's starting on the pole. Uh, the final uh, championship feature, I said, the final points feature. Bubba's starting on the pole. Uh, you started a little further back. What uh, what was your mindset going into that final race? Uh, especially with him starting on the pole, it uh, made it a lot tougher. But I knew I had to, if I remember right, I had to finish within five spots of him. So I think I started eighth that night. And so my goal when we took the green was just to get to fifth. And no matter what I did, as long as I finished fifth, uh, I had to get the championship. So. I didn't really have a mindset of winning the race or trying to pass the most cars. It was just finish the race and win the points. Gotcha. I found Carter. I found Carter Murday. Hi guys. <laughs> were you uh were you waiting down there very long? Uh not that long. Okay. I was on the computer. You were, yeah. Glitchy. You were be- beneath my fold here. I almost didn't see you. It was just the top of your head. So anyway. <laughs> um you ended up finishing fourth then, Colin, in that, that final race. So you were within the, the five positions. At, what was it? Five points. That's four points actually was the final uh, tally there. Uh, was that a big relief then once that race was over? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, especially that night, the track was a lot different than it had been. It wasn't as racy. So even to gain that many spots, I was pleased and thankful because I was I was worried when I took the green flag and I wasn't going anywhere that I wasn't going to make enough spots up to even have a chance. Just sitting there thinking, hmm, I got to make something happen. Yeah. Did did you end up overdriving the car at all, or, or I mean, uh, you didn't take anybody out that I can yeah, remember. I don't. I don't remember. It was once the checkered flag flew. It was just a big relief. So all that just kind of go. You just yeah, release I just all kind those of things blew it out the window. window. Gotcha. All right, let's uh, let's move on to uh, to Eric here. We're not done with you either, Colin. So stick around here, Eric. Uh, this was your what third uh, in a row? Oh uh, yeah, three in a row now. Third championship in the compacts, and I think this was probably one of the most exciting finishes to the championship of the year because you were outside. You, I mean, that final night you were thirty six points yeah. behind Ryan Oakley. I mean, did you even think you had a shot at the no, championship? No. Going into the night, I didn't think there was any way in hell. There's no chance of winning. But. And then halfway through the, the feature event, Ryan Oakley, you're running first. Ryan Oakley's running second. He gets caught up with a lap car that puts him in the wall and takes him out of the race. What, uh, I mean, what's going through your mind at that point? Well, actually, I didn't know that it happened. Um, I oh, that's right, because he kind of went off a of turn one, yeah, so you probably couldn't see him. Right, watching the video was right behind me. Um, but I did get motion from the stands that he was out, but I did not know it was going to come down that close in points. It was. So when did, when did when did you know that you won the championship? Well, in my mind, I knew I thought if I beat him by nine spots, but I was wrong. It was 13 to tie him. I miscalculated in my head, so I'm glad I got every point. I did, but it was. It was after the fact I had thought I won, but it was after the fact that I won. Well, I think you were the first one to tell me, actually. <laughs> you might have been. Uh, well, you actually ended up in a tie. Yeah. It, it was a dead heat for, for between you and Ryan Oakley, but because you had six wins and he had one, 
uh, that was the tiebreaker, and uh, that's uh, what gave you the uh, the championship. Your your third one is uh, this one any more special than the first two? Uh, this one was a complete shocker. Um, <laughs> I thought it my season was over about halfway through when I had a DNF in the heat race. That really put me behind, and well, up until the last night, until he had some bad luck, unfortunately for him. But. Any of your uh, six wins this season uh, more special than the rest? Um, no, I think the one I actually didn't win was my favorite race of the year. Which well, one was that? Taken out on the first lap and then had a couple cautions and came back out and started a half lap down and finished third. I think that was the most memorable one. Those are the ones that make championships. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if the hard charger, that doesn't count for the hard charger. That's your starting position right. yeah. with the cars pass. And that, they should change that so that if you do pass, have to go to the back like that, that those positions count. Yeah. I like All that. Right, we'll, we'll, we'll start a new petition for that. Well, let's uh, move over to I, everything's so tiny here. I'm going to pull up uh, Mr. Murday. Congratulations uh, to you. Uh, another, we, we've been talking about how tight all the uh, championship point battles were across all four classes at Oakshade. Uh, in the sportsman class, you, uh, you two points. Over, yeah, it was, came down real close at the end. Over uh, Josh Robertson there. I mean, what, uh, Casey and Colin, have, uh, they both said it was uh, pretty stressful, you know, re- you know, being that close. I mean, was, this, uh, was it a stressful season for you as well? Well, we uh, had that DNF and we had the flat tire lead in the points. And then that's when Robertson got the point lead. And then he ended up having some bad trouble and his car wouldn't fire before the race. And uh, then we got the lead back. And then that was when we was on that long break with rainouts. And then uh, it came to the last race. So it definitely got real stressful at the end. What was your uh, mindset or strategy going into uh, that final race on championship night? Uh, I knew that he started in front of me. Usually if he starts in front of me, it's going to be hard to get around him. So I knew if I just finished right behind him, then I was good. So once I got into second, I was pretty comfortable. You just settled in there? You weren't even going to try and push it to get the win? No, I wheeled up next to him, I think, once, but I kind of backed it down. Sit there thinking, no mistakes, no mistakes. Don't do anything silly. Yeah. So, um, what? I mean, this is your first uh, championship. How much uh, does that does this mean to you? Uh, it means a lot, definitely. My dad's been trying to get one for forever now, and now we can finally say we got one. So, does is he sharing this championship with you then? Oh, definitely. Yep. <laughs> are Are you sharing it with him, or is he just he making you share it? No, it's just as much as his as it is mine. Fair I- enough. I, I know that you uh, ran a few late model shows this year. Any chance of uh, seeing you in a regular late model next year? Yep. I uh, went out and bought an all-aluminum motor for uh, next year, so that's the uh, plan that, for next year. That pretty much locks you out of the sportsman class. <laughs> yep. Unless you get some of that fancy paint, you know? Yeah, that secret paint. <laughs> Casey, here's another one coming for you. Always. <laughs> <laughs> that's what makes it fun right there you go um uh what was uh this is a question i want to ask all you guys we'll, we'll start with uh you carter what was uh the craziest thing 
that to have uh, that happen to you this season? That the tire issue? Uh, Pirelli, we was running second and uh, in the feature, and it was coming down to the last two laps, and I passed uh, Joe Smith. It was in lap traffic, and right before the checkered uh, lap car spun right in front of me, and then uh, we got into a wreck, and I back across the checkered backwards and won the race. So. That one was pretty wild. Uh, I vaguely yeah, remember I, that. I do too. <laughs> yeah. uh, what about you, Casey? Craziest thing, probably summer nationals. Wasn't really a points night, I don't think, just for show of points. But when we uh, qualified, quick time, and then we, I tried to test the infield tires, and that didn't work out well in the heat race. <laughs> so we ran a Concy. I think we won the C, I believe, and then ended up started mid to the back of the feature and got up to, I think, fifth or sixth and grenaded the right retire. And then my dad cut his wrist open when we were messing with that, trying to get it changed. Oh, I, I do remember that. But is, is his I, wrist... I, didn't, I was in, you know, I pulled him to pits and around the back and yelling at him, change the tire, and nobody's doing anything, and then I got out of the car, and the whole half the side of the car's ripped apart. So, <laughs> obviously, they weren't going to fix it anyways, but... <laughs> is your, is your dad totally okay now? Thing. Yeah. All right, good. Um, what about you, Callan? Craziest thing happened to you this year? Uh, <clears throat> championship night uh, after the heat race. Or no, after hot laps, we had an issue with the motor. Got that fixed. And then after the heat race, we had a radiator leak. And then we had to fix that. And then it just added to the whole night of stress. <laughs> <laughs> it ended up nice, though, for yeah, you. Yeah, it, it ended up the way we wanted it, but... It didn't come easy. There you go. What, what about you, Eric? Yeah, you've had a while to think about this one. Yeah. Everybody went ahead of you, so. I've already kind of explained mine. It was that uh, night that we got taken out on the for opening or right. okay. first lap and then coming back. I mean, the caution saved me that race, and coming back to third was, I wish I would have one more lap, but <laughs> I'll take I'll take third on, the, on everything that happened that night. Uh, here's another question for everybody, and we'll start with you, Eric. Uh, what uh, What do you like best about Oakshade Raceway? Other uh, people. I mean, it's like I mean, everybody in the pits is like one big family. It's a good answer. Kind of dysfunctional, but yeah, yeah still one big family. But I mean, <laughs> I've never. I mean, I've never seen a family that doesn't fight. So there's always that there too. Yeah. yeah, we're fine. Uh, what about you, Carter? Uh, I gotta go with the same answer as Eric on that one. Just the uh people that you race with okay and it sounds like you're gonna be racing with different people next year yeah maybe bounce around a little bit <laughs> what about uh you casey oh i like that it's uh you know it's like kind of a family affair for us so our whole family goes all my kids and mom and dad and my sister and her husband and kid come out every week grandparents always come out so that's probably the biggest thing i like about it it's a big family thing um so it's always fun for us to do every weekend do you sell a, do you sell a lot of apparel? Your wife always uh, uh, makes sure to get my attention. I got I got Casey shirts. Uh, I think she does. Okay, <laughs> that, that's her part of she the tells, business. I right? asked every once in a while how, how much she sells, and she tells me a number, and I said, okay, that's about it. So good. Does any of that money go uh, back into the racing program? Uh, no, that goes to pay for the shirts. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 you know, you All give right. so many away that you got to yeah, you got to pay for the rest of them somehow. So that's pretty much it. We don't sell enough to make any money off them. So, 
what about uh what about you Callan? what what do you like best about oak shade raceway uh i gotta say about the same as what they all said uh but also the fact that it's close to home uh don't have to drive two plus hours to just go racing it's 10 minutes from the shop it's 20 minutes from home so makes it a lot easier on saturday nights and family coming out to watch well that's convenient um this next question we, we kind of covered with you already as far as plans for next season. Uh, your plans are, are up in the air. Yeah. Yeah, we're still not sure what we're going to do. Uh, we bounced around a few things, so. And any hints what those things are? Uh, a little bit of traveling? We've debated that. Uh, we've debated sticking with the same car and racing one more year. Uh, we've debated building a new car, moving up a class. We're, we're not sure yet. Okay. Any uh, any idea when uh, a decision might be forthcoming? Uh, probably within the next couple of weeks. I mean, you'll you'll be asked. We got to start getting started on it anyway. So you'll be asked again Saturday night oh, yeah. in front of the crowd. Yeah. So you have get your the answer same ready. There you go. Have <laughs> <laughs> the same response. All right, uh, Eric. We didn't uh, we didn't ask you what uh, what you got going on next year. It's it's up in the air. Uh, I thought about traveling some more. Um, so it's kind of up in the air. My girlfriend's brother or brothers all race at Oakshade, so it kind of makes it hard to travel now just because I like to be there to help them, obviously. So it's going to be up in the air what's going to happen. Oh, and it, it, those compact classes uh, at, at various tracks around the country are playing some, paying some stupid money. So They, they really so, are. So traveling could be pretty financially su- successful. Beneficial. Yeah, beneficial. Right. Have, did you get to any uh, other tracks this year? I have or? not. I have not. Being with the new car, I didn't really want to take the chance of destroying it somewhere else. Okay. And uh, Carter, we already we already covered you. You're you're going late model racing. Are you uh, sticking yeah. around Oakshade? You going uh, other tracks? What what's uh, in your plans? Uh, I'm definitely planning on going to Attica a lot more, and then uh, probably hit up Merritt every once in a while, but knock a few tracks off that i want to go to but staying at oak shade too okay and then uh we kind of we kind of asked casey and he's not sure it's, it depends on those uh diesel prices yeah <laughs> that makes you play for it for sure but uh, but you will be racing at some some place oh, yeah. year. okay oh, yeah. and we'll probably see you at oak shade oh yeah i'll sure. bet pretty regularly I would, so? I would assume so most of the time <laughs> if not all the time we'll see where, do, where does uh, your wife sell the most shirts? Okay. There you go. There's your answer. All right, final question uh, for, for you guys. Unless, uh, Ron, you got anything else? No, I'm good. Okay. Uh, we we want to try and wrap things up because he wants to go watch the Gateway Dirt Nationals here. Um, you four guys, four champions in all four classes here at, at Oakshade Raceway. We're going to put you in. Uh, did you guys see the hot dog tricycle race at all? Any of you a guys? Little bit. A little bit. Okay. Say so you. It was say that that hot dog trice. I know. I asked you, Casey, if you wanted to be uh, participating in it, and you kind of declined politely. Now, Scott, I'd like to see them in the adult size <laughs> tricycles instead of. There, okay. there was too much improvising going on with. Well, if you can get the, the adult tricycles, we we can use. Yeah, those. but this is a, a what if question oh, okay. anyway. We're, we're so. hypotheticals. So yeah. Gonna, Bring everybody here. So hypothetically speaking, we have adult tricycles. We're going to do kind of the same thing. Uh, and you guys are the four competitors. You're going to start uh, 
down towards turn four, ride those adult tricycles up to the start finish line, eat a hot dog, drink a pop, then ride those, get back on the tricycle, ride down towards turn one. That's the, uh, the tricycle hot dog race. Who, uh, who would win that among you four uh, drivers here? We'll start First question to, is, you have to keep the hot dog down to finish. Uh, no. No. <laughs> no, as long as it goes then down I'm, once, it, whatever happens wait, wait, from there. As long as it initially goes down, you're good. Okay. As long as it initially goes down, I, I bet me. <laughs> and why is that? I don't like to lose. Oh. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Colin Schilt? Uh, I, I think I would uh, I'd take that bet. <laughs> I feel like we need to get some tricycles. <laughs> Carter? I don't know. These guys' confidence, they might get me on this one. Okay. You're, you're uh, going to, to admit that they're they're probably going to beat you at this? Yeah, they might. Okay. And, and the old guy in the crowd there, I wonder yeah, what right. he thinks. Yeah, well, how about you, old man, Noonan? I think I would sit back and watch and wait for the cars to come out. <laughs> <laughs> But say that the uh, prize though is is uh, twenty thousand to win. Well, we had time for pre- I need some time to prepare. Then I think. <laughs> if if you had the time the... to pre- if you had the time to prepare twenty thousand to win, Casey, do you think you could beat these three? Can we mess with the tricycles at all? Faster? No, no, no. No tire soaking. It's like, nothing. It's like the SRX series. Are you all equally comp- uh, prepared? I think I need some months to train <laughs> low friction bearing yeah. he's not he doesn't give uh nah. distinct answers he, likes to, he dances around a little, a little bit, bit. He's like i do it's like you've done this before <laughs> a little while all right guys well we appreciate the time congratulations on your uh, championship seasons uh, we'll see you at the banquet on saturday night thank, thank you. you thank you all right we'll see you guys Eric Carr, oops, Colin Schilt, Casey Noonan, and uh, Carter Murday joining us. And let me just flop us around. Otherwise, yeah. when I look this way, it'll be looking like it was looking off the screen. So, cool. Uh, looking forward to the uh, the awards banquet there. I think it's going to be a good night again. Yeah. I hope we have another uh, points battle like that going into uh, next year at the end of the season where everything is close. Because yeah, that was a pretty amazing season. And, and it might it might be because of some of the rainouts we had, Scott, that nobody was a runaway. Yeah, the uh, the biggest uh, margin of victory was Casey's, uh, five points over Devin Shields. Yeah. <laughs> That's how close everything was. Uh, um, Got to thank Dominator Race Products. Check them out for hood scoots, fan shrouds, nose and tails piece, nose and tail pieces, uh, pillar and sail panels, roofs, wheel covers, much more. Now offering aluminum powder-coated wheel covers in three styles, seven different colors. Check them out at DominatorRaceProducts.com or call 419-923-6970. You can also uh, pick up Dominator Race Products from reputable dealers across the United States, including Ron Miller Race Cars. Yeah. And I just saw he has a uh, plastic uh, uh, spoiler, right? That uh, he's got on Rusty's car down at the d- the dome. So, yep. Did you spoilers? S- Matt Swander just posted that Rusty's starting P one in the first B main uh, tonight. I, th- I thought I saw him sitting out front of a field there. There you go. So, oh, and don't forget to call Ron Miller Race Car seven three four eight five six seven two two three for race cars, parts, safety equipment, service, everything a racer needs. Anything else? Going on at uh, Ramilla Race Cars? Staying busy. You building more trucks? 
Got one. Uh, I'm waiting for a chassis to show up, a bare chassis, and going to get started on one. Speaking of uh, the trucks, uh, moving into our racing news here, uh, Fremont Speedway has uh, posted some new rules, new uh, dirt truck rules at FremontOHSpeedway.com. Uh, they got a quite a f- quite a few of the sections are updated for uh, 2023, including full containment seats uh, being mandatory. What are uh, some of the other changes that you're aware of? Um, they implemented uh, a weight rule this year, 3,000 3, pounds for all the trucks. Uh, there were a few of the trucks weighing in, oh, 2,700 pounds, um, and they sought to uh, maybe equal the equalize the field a little bit. Um, my opinion is that that rule might bite them in the butt um why is that the the guys that have been running up front also have the bigger engines so if, if you had a 2700 pound truck with say a, a 350 cubic inch engine uh it, it could make up for some of that uh, that's like not, my deal yeah now that everybody's 3000 pounds little engine light car yeah, yep. Can, now that everybody's got to weigh three thousand pounds, so even uh, those smaller those the smaller engines will be at a the disadvantage. Better, the better funded teams with the big engines are going to have a decided advantage. All right. They opened up the rule. Uh, the trucks uh, are kind of unique in that they have leaf springs on the back, but you're allowed a float to float one side, uh, which means that the axle's free to rotate inside the leaf spring. Uh, now, this year, they've got floaters on both sides. It's going to be interesting to see how that works out. Some of the guys think it's going to be a godsend. Uh, I, I think the rule that they had was a good one. So so you're, you're not, you're not uh, on board with all these I, changes? Then. I am not going to be changing any of the trucks that I've built to floaters on both sides. I, I, I think having the left axle locked uh, to the housing... Uh, gives the the trucks a little bit more drive off the corner. Um, I'm not sure I would be uh, chasing that dream. Fair enough. Flat Rock Raceway will once again host an Arca Menard Series event for the first time since 2000. 2000, 22 yeah. years ago. Yeah. Uh, the Twenty, Arc- 23, next it'll year, be, yeah. yeah. Next year, the uh, Arca Menard Series will visit the uh, quarter-mile track. Uh, actually, it's the Arca Menard Series East will uh, be there on May 20th, 2023. So that'll be pretty cool. Uh, among the competitors entered for this year's Snowball Derby Super Late Model Race at Five Flags Speedway, which is coming up this Sunday. Right. Uh, NASCAR drivers Brad Keselowski, uh, Brad Keselowski uh, William Byron, Eric Jones, Noah Gregson, Josh Berry, Ty Majeski, and there's there's more. No Dale Jr.? I did, his, I did not see his name oh. in there. <laughs> but uh, there's... I don't know. What, yeah. do you, what do you feel about those the big name guys coming in? Uh, I think it puts a lot of butts in the grandstand. Okay. There you go. And, and anything that puts more people in the grandstands, especially at a pavement race, is a good thing. Yeah, I've been reading about uh, pavement uh, racing is not as healthy as the dirt racing. Not as healthy as as it once was. Yeah. So it's like a clock. the The pendulum swings both, both ways. Comes and goes. Okay. Yep. Ebb and flow. Uh, the International Super Modified Association, ISMA, and the Midwest Super Modified Series, MSS, will join forces in uh, 2023 for the first time ever. Both sanctions will come together as an ISMA slash MSS merge series for big block super modifieds. 
that will be identified as the ISMA slash MSS. MSS yeah. Uh, the series will be part of the High Miler Weekend at Sandusky Speedway coming up on uh, July 28th and 29th next year. I was wondering if there will be any other Super Mod shows at Sandusky uh, because of that merge. I don't know. That's the Me only too. one I know of as of right, right now. Right, right. Uh, Team Scott won the Enduro Slot Car Race. That's me, by the way. I see. At uh, the Friends and Family Raceway in Grafton, Ohio. This guy's got this cool slot car track. Really? And his uh, basement's huge, like 76 feet uh, long. And uh, we had teams, and my team beat my brother's team. So really? I was told I had to announce that. Yeah. Huh. It's a time thing. I see. The, uh, did you notice on, on our scroll that uh, Dave Kemmer says, and this is for football fans, uh, Toledo Area Central Catholic High School is up 14 nothing after who, the first quarter. Who are they playing? I don't know. Okay. But it is for a state final championship. It is? I don't follow high school football. I'm bad. Oh, and I also set the new track record at uh, this did you? track. Yeah. It's been around for like 10 years. Just saying. Not to brag or anything. Uh, 50 years ago, Buzzy Rudiman won his first track championship. Uh, do, are you familiar with Buzzy Rudiman? Very well. <laughs> Why aren't I surprised? Uh, <laughs> uh, where I lost my place here. He won his uh, first track championship uh, 50 years ago at Orange County Fairgrounds Speedway in New York. Uh, at the age of 81, that was not 50 years ago, but now at the age of 81, Rudiman captured the uh, 2022 UMP Modified Track Championship at Volusia County Speedway Park. And they live right there. So it just goes to show you got more championships than you, don't you? I, I'm planning You're on young it. compared to this guy. That's it. <laughs> World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series has released its 2023 schedule. They appear in Ohio 11 times. Uh, they'll be at Attica Raceway Park twice, uh, May 19th, and uh, the Brad Doty Classic on July 11th. They'll be at Eldora Speedway five times. I thought there was a thing I remember seeing about uh, a rumor that uh, Eldora wasn't going to have the World of Outlaws anymore or something. That's why I don't like rumors. Rumors, yeah. yeah. Uh, they will be at Eldora, the World of Outlaws, uh, five times, May 5th and 6th, July 14th and 15th for the Kings Royal and September 22nd. Uh, a couple times at Atomic Speedway, May 26th and 27th, and Sharon Speedway, May 20th and uh, September 23rd. No uh, World of Outlaws sprint car shows in Michigan. Yeah, I but... But, but the uh, we'll skip ahead here. The uh, Tezos All Star Circuit of Champions announced their 2023 uh, schedule. Uh, I believe the World of Outlaws one came out yesterday or the day before yesterday. Uh, the uh, All Star Circuit of Champions uh, announced theirs just this afternoon with 50 races total, including five events at Attica, three races at Fremont, and Butler Motor Speedway. I'd ag- if I had to guess, I'd I'd say Butler. Yeah. So Butler back on. Uh, uh, I don't know. Have they had an all-star race? I know they've had uh, World of Outlaws there at yeah, Butler I think before. Tim's doing a great job up there. Absolutely. Uh, Volusia Speedway Park has announced its schedule for the 52nd Dirt Car Nationals. The UMP Modifieds open the first week on February 6th through the 11th, and it's the All-Star Circuit of Champions. Uh, joining the schedule on February 7th and 8th, the World of Outlaws Sprint Cars joins on the 9th through the 11th of February. Then they'll take a day off on the 12th. Then it's the Dirt Car Late Models. They compete February 13th through the 15th with the USAC Sprint Car Series joining the 13th and 14th, and the Big Block Modifieds joining on the 15th. The World of Outlaws Late Model Series competes with the Big Block Modifieds to finish out uh, the week 
February 16th through the 18th. There'll be a quiz on this later. I hope you took notes. Yeah, I did. Okay. Let's check out Volusia County Speedway's uh, schedule if you missed any of that. Zess Sabo has been named uh, to drive the Jay Kaiser Racing number 23 410 sprint car for the 2023 season. Zeth has uh, been piloting the Rich Farmer-owned number 29 in the Fast on Dirt series. Former driver Chris Andrews has decided to become an owner-driver of his own team. Ooh. Um, NASCAR and Goodyear have reached a multi-year extension for uh, their sponsorship and uh, exclusive tire provider there. Goodyear will continue to provide tires for all three of the National Touring Series of NASCAR. Um being the uh, Cup Series, the Xfinity Series, and the Truck Series. And, yeah, so good years. Going to be around. Surprise. Do they make dirt tires? I don't think they do anymore. They used to? Um, They they did, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, there were a couple series that used them uh, exclusively. And, And it really was. They weren't a great tire, but as long as everyone was on the same tire, it really didn't matter ron knows cavemen john deere's coming i think that's a the buzzy rudiment thing there yeah well <laughs> uh and finally the uh, sixth running of the castrol gateway dirt nationals presented by o'reilly auto parts is this weekend starting right now as a matter of fact um late models is on the track event uh, management recently was forced to uh, close super late model registration for the first time in the history of the event as a record 144 super late model race teams submitted their name in the hat for the one-of-a-kind event under the roof at the Dome there in St. Louis. And both uh, super late models and modified divisions, drivers from 29 states and Canada represent the record-breaking entries. Rusty Schlenk uh, competing tonight, and uh, Colin Shipley from our area also is scheduled. I can't tell for sure. Is that a familiar car starting on the point? Uh, tomorrow, yeah. That must uh, be the B-Main that's... Uh Heading out there, Rusty Slank starting on the pole of that right Shut now. Shut up, Scott. Right. I'm watching the race. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> both will compete on Saturday. All races uh, on uh, Flow Racing there. So you got tonight, tomorrow, and Saturdays for the main event. How about we give away some pizza? Yeah. And then get the hell out of here so we can watch some racing. Uh, last week's uh, How Many, sponsored by Big D's Pizza, was what position was Dale Jr. going to finish the uh, South Carolina 400? That position was nine. nine. You said five. Yeah. I said three, so you got I win. You got the advantage there. Uh, Phil Blycamp picked eight. He was uh, our closest of our listener winners, so he's got himself a Big D's pizza. 30 days uh, to claim that pizza from uh, Big D's, so you got until, what, the end of the month? Um, Rusty's leading. And you can't uh, pick it up if uh, they're closed for Christmas, so don't go there on Christmas Day because I, I don't think they're going to be open, but... Uh, Get with uh, me or Dean Henry, and we'll uh, get you hooked up with that pizza. This week's How Many? A chance to win a Big D's pizza. And, Ron, you get to pick Ooh, first on this one. Somebody's in the fence. <laughs> Ron's a little busy. How many positions will the winner of the Gateway Dirt Nationals late model main event on Saturday night gain from his starting position? Ooh. So, say he starts none. second. I'm going with none. And Zero. he passes the leader and wins that's one he, he gained one position the leader starting the winner is starting, starting on, on the, the pole okay so you're going with one or zero yeah zero so ron's going with zero and i'm gonna go with uh one then because i'm good for everything on back other than zero 
Uh, if you'd like a chance to win a Big D's pizza, put your guests in the comments of our Facebook Live or the uh, YouTube Live. Whoever is closest will get that Big D's pizza. If we have a uh, tie, we will spin the Big D's pizza wheel to break that tie. He does not have a plastic dominator spoiler in his car there. Ooh. Yeah. So we'll figure out that winner next week. Again, that's... Uh, the uh, number of positions gained by the winner of the Gateway Dirt Nationals. So if he starts 10th, wins the race, that's nine positions. Yeah. Okay. So that, that's how that works. Because zero is a number in that game. It is. Yes, because that would be the poll. You'd pass zero cars. So I think we got that figured out. We'll give you until uh, noon on Saturday to uh, get in on that. That's noon Eastern. Uh, so if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, Spotify, whatever, uh, you can still find our Facebook page and put your guess in. So still time for that, as long as before noon. Ooh, Delaware double file restart, yeah, too. Rest East Link still winning there. Uh, no Hammer Down Hotline this week, but if uh, you would like to call, leave a message, uh, talk about some racing, uh, feel free to do so. Early on, we teased about replies to our... Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, 419-318-3081. Yeah, you can leave feedback. Uh, that's where you're going with that, right? Yeah. You can leave your feedback on the Hammerdown hotline as well, 419-318-3081. That is a little less anonymous, though, if you do it that way, because uh, we will see your number. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, yeah. We still love you. Yeah, if you prefer to do it anonymously, uh, just go to hammerdownracingreport.com slash feedback, and uh, you can fill out the little form there. We'll leave that up for a few more weeks here before the end of the season. Thanks to uh, our associate producer, Dave Kemmer, contributors Matt Swander, John Young, Doug Dock, Bob Stazak. Make sure to like us on uh, Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Hammer Report. Follow us on YouTube. Listen to us on your favorite podcasting platform, uh, be it Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. They're all good. It doesn't matter. Uh, check us out. Anything you need to know about the Hammerdown Racing Report is available at hammerdownracingreport.com. If you want to become a studio sponsor, help us out. You don't want to give us cash. You can get something off of our uh, wish list, our Amazon wish list. That's uh, right there at hammerdownracingreport.com. And somehow we'll get your name in camera view. Yeah. Spend more than $100, uh, we'll get uh, you back on the wall. So far, I don't believe uh, either of our two sponsors spent over $100, but they they pretty much wiped out all of the lower price (laughs) things, which is good because we did need it. We got the the, uh, mic uh, deals there. Yeah. So... All good stuff. That's uh, available at hammerdownracingreport.com. Thanks to Big D's uh, Pizza, Oakshade Raceway, Ryan Miller Race Cars, Free Strain Photos, Dominator Race Products, Headhunters, Barber Studio, and Salon. And uh, our guests, uh, the Oakshade Raceway champions, Casey Noonan, Carter Murday, Colin Schiltz, and Eric Carr. Next week, we will have the uh, Toledo Speedway champions on. Jim Froling, the late model Sportsman champion and uh, still waiting for a response from, uh, was it Randy Padgett Jr.? Right. Um, so they will be our guests next week. And then two weeks from tonight, we'll uh, be having the Fremont champions on. So still a few more shows before the end of the year. Right. And don't forget, call Charlie. Get uh, get some Christmas presents from him from Free Spray Smoke. Great stuff, too. It really yeah. is. So we're out. We'll see you next uh, Thursday, 7 o'clock, back live here, Amberdown Racing Report. See you. See you all next week. Rusty's still leading, by the way. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform.
Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix, dissecting the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato, and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.